This is a Scream Queen production. I'm Jen Carpenter, and this is So Dead Podcast. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. Jen here. (laughs) I'm sorry, you guys. I had to do it. Just one time on the podcast, I had to do it. And it was either that or, guess what, motherfuckers? Which, now that I think about it, that's probably actually a little bit more on brand for me. Anyway, uh, I am confident that about 90% of you know what I'm talking about right now. But for those of you feeling a little bit lost in the sauce, I am talking about Tiger King, of course, the Netflix documentary currently taking the world by storm. What's it about, you ask? Who's asking that? Uh, Because even if you haven't seen it, you've heard about it. And yeah, everything that you've heard is true. It is as crazy as it sounds. Tiger King centers around the life and times of Joe Exotic, a gay, redneck, polygamist, country music plagiarizing, gun-toting, animal enthusiast with political aspirations that raises big cats and operates a zoo in Oklahoma. His arch nemesis is a middle-aged woman named Carol Baskin, a.k.a. that bitch Carol Baskin, a.k.a. Carol fucking Baskin, a pretentious animal activist that runs a big cat rescue in Tampa, Florida. One thing to know about Carol, she maybe, probably, almost certainly murdered her millionaire second husband and fed him to her tigers. But that is another story. So I was locked into everything going on in Tiger King from minute one. But I have heard a few people say that they thought it was boring. I don't know how anyone could find a documentary in which the man who literally inspired the character Scarface has only a minor role boring. But hey, to each his own. And you know, I suppose that it's possible if you go in expecting a traditional true crime documentary Uh, Because this is not that. True crime actually plays a very small part in the fuckery that goes down in Tiger King. It is more of a train wreck reality show with a little bit of true crime thrown in the mix for fun. And it is glorious. If you haven't watched it, do. It was genuinely the first time in weeks that I went more than a few minutes without thinking about the terrifying state of the world right now. And that alone is worth its weight in gold. Anyway, as is standard with me, I wasted no time professing my love for Tiger King. The show, not the person, because Joe Exotic is a garbage human and let's not make any mistakes about that. As such, people started sending me memes, articles, all of the standard internet fodder that comes with a big smash hit Netflix series. But then my friend Julia, who I've known since middle school, sent me a really interesting message. It said, did you know that Jeff Lowe grew up in Michigan? Do you remember driving around looking for a house that was rumored to keep big cats? So first and foremost, because I cannot take another person trying to correct me, anyone who actually watched the show knows this, Jeff Lowe is neither the Tiger King nor Joe Exotic. He was Joe Exotic's business partner that staged a coup and stole the zoo. Oh, hey, that rhymes. I didn't realize that when I wrote it down, but I'm, I'm realizing it now. Jeff Lowe actually still owns and operates the GW Zoo to this day. So just so we're clear on that, because anytime I say Jeff Lowe of Tiger King, all I get is he is not the Tiger King. 
It's ridiculous. Uh, anyways, so I did a bit of social media digging, and sure enough, Jeff Lowe did grow up in mid-Michigan. He went to Otto Middle School and Eastern High School in Lansing. He lived in Lansing, DeWitt, and St. John's. And he had quite a reputation locally back in the 80s. People started posting his old yearbook photos, old news articles about him, photos of themselves with his big cats. It was super great. Very, very 80s. Uh, and so I took the yearbook photos and I posted them to the So Dead Facebook page with a quick, Hey guys, did you know that Jeff was from Lansing? And the post blew up, which it was fun, but also... I have spent the past year and a half working my ass off on stories and trying to come up with engaging posts for So Dead social media. And I feel like I do a pretty good job. But who knew all it took was Jeff fucking Lowe's yearbook photos to finally spread like wildfire. Uh, I was contacted by media outlets, several of whom actually wound up doing stories on Jeff's Michigan Connections which works for me because I'm going to use that information to talk to you guys today. People were sharing and resharing and commenting on the post, including one very persistent woman named Chris who had clearly not seen the show, but was adamant that the post was fake news. So this was back to what I'm talking about, about how I said, you know, Jeff Lowe of Tiger King fame. That was how I phrased it. She, on every single comment, and we're talking hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, hundreds of comments she was posting a screenshot from like google search that said joe exotic aka joseph maldonado passage is the tiger king and she would just in all caps this is not the tiger king we know that those of us that watch the show we know that the tiger king is a person and the tiger king is a show and jeff lowe was on the show tiger king so he is of Tiger King fame. Okay, Chris? Thank you. Anyway, for those of you that missed the social media shit show, here's a little bit about MidMichigan's connection to the Tiger King. Jeff Lowe grew up just south of DeWitt, and his grandfather was allegedly the owner of the Robbins Brothers Circus. I say allegedly, the Robbins Brothers Circus was a real thing, but how Jeff Lowe was connected to it remains up for debate. I've seen several people say that he's lying about that. I don't know if that's true, and I didn't care to investigate a whole lot further on that because this is just a taco break, right? According to Jeff, the circus was founded in 1928 and was later sold to the Ringling Brothers Circus, where Jeff's grandfather went on to work for years. Jeff claims he was raised around big cats because of his grandfather, and that is where his love for them was born. He grew up just south of DeWitt. I said that. I've said that twice now. Maybe I need to proofread a little bit better. Um, and he attended Lansing schools. He went to Otto Middle School and Eastern High School. I already said all of this, didn't I? Or am I having deja vu? What's happening to me, guys? This quarantine is getting to me. We're going to carry on. He went to Otto Middle School. He went to Eastern High School. And he graduated from Eastern in 1982. He eventually moved out to the St. John's area, and he lived in a farmhouse on the northeast corner of 27 and Parks Road, where he raised big cats. The house was across the street from Andy T's, which is a popular farm market in St. John's, so lots of people have memories of the guy with the lions and tigers out by Andy T's. In 1988, 23-year-old Jeff made local headlines when his pet cougar Rambo escaped and killed a neighbor's dog, a little collie like Lassie. 
which is really fucking sad. A deputy with the Clinton County Sheriff's Department had to shoot and kill the 140-pound cougar. No, 150-pound cougar. That 10 pounds makes a big difference. Uh, Because Jeff couldn't get a hold of the vet to bring out a tranquilizer, so he gave the deputy permission to shoot it. At the time, Jeff admitted that it was possible that Rambo had escaped, but he said that he believed his cougar had probably been let out because Rambo had always been content to stay in his cage. A year later, Jeff was cat-sitting a friend's cougar when there was another incident. He allowed this cougar to roam freely in his basement, and one day, as any sane person might have predicted, it attacked him. The incident left him with 40 stitches and probably a pretty gnarly scar. And funny side note here, but I distinctly remember back in the 80s when I was a young child, uh, my mom's stepdad, who was living, he lives in Texas now. I don't know if he was living in Texas then or where he was, but he wasn't here. But he had a pet cougar because he would send us pictures of him with his pet cougar. And I thought that was the most insane thing I'd ever heard of in my life. But also, I'm afraid of squirrels, so there's that. In 1990, Jeff Lowe made headlines again when he petitioned Clinton County for a permit to keep his 325-pound African lion, Raja. According to Jeff, neighbors had never had a problem with his choice of pet, until the lion got out and roamed the neighborhood for a few days in December of 1989. Well, gee, Jeff, I can't imagine why the neighbors would have a problem with a lion prowling the neighborhood. How fucking unreasonable are they? Following the denial of his permit request, Jeff moved to southwest Lansing, where he lived until about 1998. His movements after that became murky, like most of the rest of his life. He spent time and did business in South Carolina, North Carolina, Florida, and Colorado, where he ran a flea market slash animal sanctuary, which sounds ridiculously shady to me. He once managed Robbie Knievel, Evil Knievel's son, and he worked with Prince, like, yeah, Prince Prince, um, who later sued him for selling counterfeit goods that he marketed as clothes once worn by Prince. He was in trouble with the law on a regular basis. And then in June of 2015, he visited the GW Exotic Zoo in Oklahoma for the first time, where he went to purchase a tiger-lion hybrid called a tiliger. Is it a tiliger or a tilliger? I feel like it would be a tiliger. I don't know. Anyway, he purchased one from Joe Exotic. The two men became friends, and in 2016, amid Joe's mounting legal troubles with that bitch Carol Baskin, Jeff offered to purchase the zoo from him to help him out. Carol had won a lawsuit against Joe. She was after his assets. The zoo, of course, was his biggest asset. But if it was in Jeff Lowe's name, she couldn't go after it. So he took over the zoo to help his friend Joe. But as we all know, that was actually the start of the coup. And Jeff stole the zoo, which still rhymes. He is currently the CEO of the Greater Wynwood Animal Park, uh, which is still open, although it's currently closed to visitors like everything else in the entire world right now. So that's it. That is Mid-Michigan's connection to the Tiger King. Thank God that's as loose as our connection gets, right? Uh, My sources for this taco break were the Lansing State Journal, WILX, and the WynwoodZoo.org website. And... 
just to get back to that question that my childhood friend asked me that opened up this whole can of worms in the first place, I absolutely do remember skipping school and riding in cars with boys looking for the house with the tigers. Who knew that that guy with the tigers would eventually become the Tiger King usurper? 2020, man, it is a wild ride. And here's to seeing it all the way through, guys. We can do it. Stay safe out there, and as always, keep shining, you magnificent what-the-fucks.